Hi, all of you awesome scuba divers out there. Welcome to the Scuba Diver Magazine podcast. Uh, this week, the dive community is coming together to help divers and dive centres who have suffered because of the Maui wildfire. Four divers have been rescued after being lost at sea for 17 hours off the east coast of the United States. British divers are being asked to report any polluting shipwrecks that they come across in an anonymous survey. And SSI have partnered up with Edges of Earth. So first up, in response to the devastating wildfires in Maui, Paddy has committed to supporting those in the scuba diving community whose livelihoods have been uprooted. The CEO and president of Paddy Worldwide, Drew Richardson, said that our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those who have been affected by this tragedy. United above and below the surface of our shared blue planet, we stand together with the dive community to provide strength and speed in recovery efforts. So to help the local diving community in Maui recover, Paddy has teamed up with the Ako Ako Ah Foundation, creating a relief fund to directly assist members in Maui get back on their feet and in the water as soon as possible. And Paddy is leading the efforts to assist Maui dive businesses affected by affected by these fires and the Akawakawa Foundation is based in the Kailua Kona on Big Island of Hawaii whose passion and purpose is to unite the stakeholders of Hawaii's nearshore marine environments and work together to create a positive ocean change. So I'm going to put a link down in the description below if you want to join Paddy and the Akawakawa Foundation with your support of relief efforts for the diving community. 100% of all donations to to this relief fund will be distributed directly to dive professionals in Hawaii in need of recovery from the devastating fires. Uh, if you are an individual or a business in Hawaii who wishes to extend or receive support, you can contact Paddy Regional Manager Kyle Ingram at Kyle, so that's K-Y-L-E dot Ingram at paddy.com. I'll put all of this down in the description below. It's really nice to see the um, the dive community all come together to, to help out people who have suffered this awful, awful wildfire that seemed to have um, almost come out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, it's nice to um, sort of... Eh. It's nice to see the uh, the community come together to to help them out on the east coast of mainland United States in um, I think it was South Carolina. Four divers who went missing on Sunday south of Cape Fear, uh, sorry North Carolina, uh, Carolina, have been rescued by the United States Coast Guard and the U.S. Navy. The divers were found around twelve fourteen a.m. They been in the water i think about 17 hours uh, after a coast guard c-130 from air station elizabeth city saw a strobe light in the water flashing an sos signal uh, u.s coast guard fifth district spokesperson jonathan lally told the cnn so the c-130 crew launched a life raft from the back of the plane to the divers and then the coast guard coordinated with a ship to pick them up until a coast guard boat could get there the divers were rescued about 46 miles southeast of the Cape Fear River in North Carolina. The divers were brought back to the Coast Guard Station Oak Island about 10 past 6 a.m. They underwent a medical screening before they were reunited with their friends and family. So the four men went diving from a recreational diving boat. Uh, they were about 63 miles east of Myrtle Beach in South Carolina around noon. And when they 
they were separated from their boat. I believe it was by current. And when they surfaced, they, they were sort of preparing for the worst. I believe they had spear guns with them. They ditched all but one. Uh, just that they had some level of protection because there were sharks in the area. Um, and uh, apparently there was one that was like sniffing around from time to time. So they were um, just keeping one just in case. And um, rescue crews were searching for them by boat, by aircraft. And eventually the um, uh, the C-130 managed to, uh, to spot them dropped the uh, the life raft in the uh, in the water for them to be able to get out of the water because i think at least one of them was suffering from hypothermia at that point and um and then yeah you can there is some footage out there the um like helicopter footage and it is all like heat black and white and you can uh, you can spot them in the uh, in the raft being collected so um happy ending to um to the story and everyone made it back home safe but uh yeah it's it's a stark reminder, and it was a comment the uh, the other day. I forget which video it was. It was it was one of the um, uh, the travel videos, and I was saying how this is the uh, the water temperature, and the recommended wetsuit is like a, a three mil wetsuit. And someone was saying, "I was like, oh, why would you need a three mil wetsuit for this exact reason?" Um, sure, you might be able to be perfectly fine and warm on like a forty minute dive in that water temperature, but Imagine being stuck in the water for 17 hours. Then you're going to want that three mil wetsuit. So, um, yeah, if in doubt, it's better to wear a little bit of extra exposure protection just in case. Here in the UK, the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency uh, is asking UK divers to help identify pollution seeping from historic shipwrecks. The MCA, the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency, uh, occasionally receives reports of oil pollution associated with shipwrecks. Although this information is usually received on an ad hoc basis, um, whilst the government does keep records of known potentially polluting wrecks, these are often incomplete due to the nature of the vessel's sinking during the times of war. Um, unlike a purposely scuttled uh, or sunk ship, they, um, they of course they have everything on board, all of the all of the fuel, all of the uh, the grease, and all that kind of stuff on the inside. Um, which eventually, as the shipwreck starts to degrade and corrode, then the oils just leak out. So the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency have created a short questionnaire, which can be filled out anonymously if you don't want to put your name to it. Uh, I'll put a link down in the in the description below. So if you're diving around the coast, you come across a shipwreck and you see something leaking out of it, um, then you can just fill this out with the uh, all the relevant details and it just helps them uh, just create a, a better map of where and when and, uh, and what kind of state they're in. Alternatively, uh, there is an email address. Again, I'll put it down in the, um, in the description below. Um, with as much of the information as possible, you can just email them. Uh, try to include the, the location, the name of the wreck if you know it frequency of uh, pollution observed or last observation of pollution so if you see a small trickle of oil leaking out of it or whatever it is um, just let them know and uh, and that can help them keep a uh, better record scuba schools international or ssi as most people know them has announced a groundbreaking partnership with the edges of earth expedition which is an inspiring venture led by a female diving team this collaboration also involves mares uh, mares and ssi work very very closely 
and marks a significant step for SSI as it embarks in its inaugural brand ambassador program in its 50-year history. So the Edges of Earth expedition spearheaded by Andy Cross, who is an accomplished SSI dive master, is a two-year journey to over 50 remote dive sites across the globe. The team, consisting of highly certified scuba divers, free divers, and wilderness guides, will engage with local experts, including scientists, conservationists, dive centers, community leaders, and more, all dedicated to preserving and restoring the ocean's delicate ecosystems. In the face of the alarming consequences of ocean warming, the expedition's primary mission is to shed light on the positive efforts and progress being made to protect marine environments. Though a dedicated online presence across SSI, Maris, and the Edges of Earth digital platforms, the team will share the untold stories of those who are championing ocean conservation. By showcasing these inspiring narratives, they aim to inspire individuals, especially the next generation, to take proactive steps towards safeguarding our oceans. And that's about all the interesting news that I could find this week, actually. Um, it's been a pretty quiet week. I couldn't even find any new diving equipment on any website. I had a good look around just to see if anything had snuck in under my radar, uh, but I really couldn't find anything, to be honest. Um, I have been working on a few things this week. Uh, the first one was the Tidal Mask. So this was sent to us um, by a company, and they, they also make an underwater phone case which is pretty cool and it, it allows you to like take pictures underwater and stuff but they uh, they sent me the mask first off and it comes factory fitted with a, uh, a defog um, like film on the inside now I have one of these on my um, uh, uh, my backup mask that sits in my uh, in my thigh pocket but that was a aftermarket thing that I added and of course, it, it isn't shaped for my specific mask. It's just a generic shape. So there's still a few little areas in the corners that still fog up when you use it. However, with this one, uh, it's a tidal. I think they just call it the fog-free dual mask. The, the defog screen is cut specifically for those lenses. So whilst you do get some tiny slithers of, of glass that do fog up around the very edges most of the screen a good like 98 99% of the screen is completely fog free straight out of the box you don't have to spit in it you don't have to use toothpaste or anything um they say that the treatment on that film can last a good year or so it depends how well you look after your mask and all that but they also sell a like retreatment spray that brings it back up to um, uh, to its former glory, defog. Um, so you just reapply that once every now and then, and uh, and it keeps it fog free, which is pretty cool. Um, I've also been working on ten strange or incorrect things that a lot of scuba divers still say. Uh, that was quite fun to uh, to write. It was. It mainly came from that comments earlier of. Um, Oh, why do you need to wear a wetsuit in this water temperature? Uh, um, yeah, st stuff like that. Um, that'll be going up probably in a couple weeks now. Um, mainly because a new dry suit has literally just turned up. Um, and it's um, it has the brand Seal written on it, um, which may interest some of you. Uh, it's, it's a new dry suit that's, um, uh, that is quite still fairly new on the market it's been out for a few years um or at least one or two years um 
and I've finally got my hands on one to uh, to try out. So uh, so I'm going to be doing that, and the video will be going live as soon as I make it, really. Um, so probably in the next week or two. Um, I've also been doing a gauge mode video. I was, uh, to be honest, I was looking to make a an easy video, and um, and yeah, I was just looking at oh, sort of what. What content? What do people ask about? And uh, and gauge mode kind of came into mind to uh, sort of explain what gauge mode does because I remember when I was first learning to dive, had my first dive computer, and you're playing about with it as you diligently do, and flicking through the different modes, and one of them is gauge mode. And you're like, what is gauge mode? Went into it and it looked perfectly fine. Went on a dive with it, and you're like, oh, okay, this seems perfectly fine. Whatever. Got back on the on the boat, went to go back into scuba mode, and I couldn't. Um, yeah, gauge mode. It basically deactivates the uh, the algorithm, and um, yeah, if you use it on a dive, then that's all you can use for the next like forty eight hours. So yeah, I figured I'd make a video explaining what gauge mode does and doesn't do. So. Um, new divers if they were um, sort of using their computer for the first time they come across gauge mode hopefully they'll watch the other uh, video first and know not to go into it unless they really need to um otherwise i think that's about it it's um it really has been a um a pretty quiet week in the dive industry um there was one thing but i'm not allowed to talk about that that's embargoed um special secrets um otherwise yeah that, that, that really is about it um thank you for listening everybody uh, remember to check out today's sponsor which is scuba pro um i imagine most of you have heard of scuba pro before now they're one of the really big big uh, diving brands um but yeah they've got some special offers they're celebrating their 60th year um so that's pretty cool and they're um, sort of really doing some special things um as far as new equipment for them i did see that they have a um uh, 60th anniversary windbreaker um if anyone's interested they need a new jacket for the uh, upcoming autumn season uh yeah there's a scuba pro windbreaker on their website uh but yeah as that's about the closest thing to new dive equipment that I found. I didn't really think that was too much worth mentioning. Um, but yeah, otherwise, remember to head over to our website, scubadiveatmag.com. Uh, check out any um, news articles that we've been publishing. Um, remember to like, share, subscribe, do all that social media stuff. Um, definitely subscribe as well. I really want to get those numbers back up and running. Um, otherwise, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. And of course, safe diving.